0: Hello, and welcome to our podcast, In the World, hosted by me, Rick Robinson, and brought to you by Billups. Today's podcast asks a bold question. Can a billboard save a life? If it's true, that's quite a statement. Perhaps even over the top, gratuitous, grandiose, you might even call it naive. But think about it. Out of home provides a big canvas, a public canvas that communicates one to many. It also feels intimate for the viewer, and it's a perfect place for big ideas. So, to address this question, we're talking with AIDS Healthcare Foundation, otherwise known as AHF, and we have their senior director of marketing, Jason Farmer. Say hello, Jason. Hi. How's <laughs> you doing, Rick. I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> I'm super glad to have you here, mate, and. You know, it's, it's uh, look, I, I need to come out at full disclosure. You know, Bill ups has had the honor and privilege of being part of the AHF mission for many years, and so this is near and dear to us, and it's going to be really fun to talk about you and your brand and some of the adventures you have in out-of-home media. Yeah, sounds great. All right, well, let's dive in. You know, the first thing, your brand is a little notorious in the out-of-home space, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you could say that. Uh, we're... We're pretty well known around the country. I think notorious
0: is a really
1: good word for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in all the best ways. I, I To qualify that, I, I really think, you know, notorious in the sense that uh, your messaging is hip and humorous. The campaigns can be controversial. And, you know, your footprint's all over the country for the past decade. So you have certainly made a name for yourself.
1: Right. Yeah. We, um, you know, we've, out-of-home has been just such a great thing for us as far as being able to, to spread our message for to get people tested for, for STDs, HIV, along with uh, all of our other advocacy messages and you know just all the various type of uh, approaches that we need to take to make sure that we get people
0: in care and keep them alive. And keep them alive. And, and what's, what's interesting to me is the singular commitment to the medium. I mean, w- when we look at the history of AHF in the out-of-home space, you're, you're an investor and citizen of the space, both with your uh, purchase of, of inventory and the dedication to your message. I mean, it's get tested, wear a condom, I'll say it again, I'll say it again, get tested and wear a condom. And, and that's, that's a challenging place to live sometimes, just to hold the line. It can be tough when you have specific messages around that mission that is challenging and you know you've had to stand up to a lot of criticism can you share on some of that or actually more importantly what has driven you like when you went into the out of home space did you know that you were just going to be that committed to it and and hold the line on that messaging
1: well you know we didn't it was just kind of something that we wanted to to get out there just to see what what would happen you know it was we first started we obviously we didn't take a huge commitment in uh, out of home we were really I i think at the time when we started, which was probably around a dozen years ago, we, uh, we just put up a few billboards in Los Angeles and uh, later in Fort Lauderdale, just very basic. It was just our, at that time, we were really promoting directly uh, free HIV testing. So we've expanded that to SCD, like all SCDs now. But um, at the time, really simple. We just put up a, a billboard that had free freehivtest.net, and that was it, just bare bones. And uh, just to see what would happen, and and uh, what happened? Well, people started getting tested. At that time, we were a very small in-house marketing agency. We had we tried using other agencies outside of the organization, and we just couldn't find anyone that could really get our message across the way that we knew that we could uh, organically ourselves. So, at that time, you know, we started developing these campaigns in-house, and we uh, you know established the the website. And we started seeing people coming into our clinics and to our testing centers. And they were saying, hey, I saw that billboard. And that's what got me here.
0: Right. So right there, that was that visceral connection. I, I put up this message. I'm seeing actual numbers of tests go up. And people are telling me directly that that's why they came in.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get more clear than that. You know, when, when they tell you that's exactly what brought them in, that's when you know that it's working out for you.
0: And so if you started, now this is a fun vein to go down here, and I think people want to know this. When you started, Mm -hmm. it was just, right, free HIV test, very simple, very literal message. Uh, Mm -hmm. I imagine it was, you know, maybe white Helvetica on black or something, very straightforward. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. Actually, actually, it was uh, was black on white, so. (laughs) Okay, okay. So super straight up, right? And then, you know, you got that visceral response from your customer base and you saw the numbers go up. So the investment started increasing. But at some point you started getting a little more um, assertive, uh, pushing the line, not just threading the needle, but walking right through the wall Mm -hmm. when it came to uh, the type of messaging you put up, the the daring of your messaging. Talk about that. Like, how did that happen? Was that was that conscious? Was it uh, an evolution over time?
1: Yeah, I would say, I mean, it was definitely conscious that we wanted to do that. And the reason why is just because of the medium itself, you know, especially in Los Angeles, out of home is huge. There's billboards everywhere, you know, and so it's very hard to stand out. So we realized that if we wanted to get the message out there and not just be another organization that's, uh, you know, just keeping it very simple, like with just having the URL on a billboard, um, we needed to do things that would make the the uncomfortable a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So that's why we started uh, venturing into using uh, other types of imagery and pop culture references and uh, just to get eyes on the, the board, you know, so they would look up and see it and they would say, oh, what's that? You know, that's very colorful or, oh, that's funny. And then realize, oh, wow, it's an ad for, for STD testing or for HIV testing or using a condom. So,
0: so get their attention through intrigue and humor, perhaps a little bit of mm-hmm. a, um, an insider message at times I'm thinking. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and you know, like I said, with our approach to out of home, um, and of course it's evolved over time where, as you know, we're, we're all over the place now. Um, you know, as far as, I mean, globally, we've yep. extended it to the other side of the, the world and, we see great results there too. It's a lot different doing out of home there because you're a lot more restricted in the messaging you can have. I mean, a lot more than, than we are here, where we're still very restricted here. You know, as far as what billboard companies will allow, and in, in certain parts of the country that are more conservative, they're very strict about that. But you know, as far as the way that we our approach to it and what we want to get out of the viewers, we want them to take action by thinking about their own sex life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the risks that can go along with with casual unprotected sex. And, but, you know, we towed the line there because we don't want to come across as shameful when we discuss STD prevention.
0: All right. You want, it, you want it to be a positive thought, like, oh, this is a good thing. I'm not in trouble and I'm being responsible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I know I, I've been tested before at clinic, at, you know, the free clinic, let's say like the county free clinic. And everyone... Is very uh, afraid of having to go through that because back in back in the day when when before we really started focusing on how or pr- focusing on promoting uh, STD prevention on, on outdoor the old way was going to the county clinic where it was dirty kind of white walls and it was very shameful and you didn't make eye contact with people when you were there and you all felt like you were doing something dirty. So mm-hmm. We had to take another approach to that and we had to say. Let's just make this something normal, just as normal as sex. Mm-hmm. And, and that's you know, what, our, what our approach was there. We, I mean, we've seen many other people try to do what we've done and, and, and use that shameful approach to, to uh, STD prevention. And we don't think that. You know, we think sex is something that should be talked about and should be celebrated in culture. So you know, everyone just needs to be aware that it's something that should be done safely so you don't put yourself at risk or others at risk.
0: Well, th- that gets to something, Jason, and I want to dive into this for a little bit. I believe that in many cities, there's an ongoing dialogue between billboards, out-of-home media, mm-hmm. and the public. And it depends on the city and where in the city. So, for example, in Midtown Manhattan, there's an ongoing dialogue between the Broadway shows and the public and the messenger being out-of-home media. Mm-hmm. If you look in San Francisco, there's a dialogue, and it's tech and startups. If you look in Los Angeles, it's the entertainment business. It's the, the movie industry and the studios and the streaming services.
1: Definitely. Yeah. But
0: uniquely, somehow, AHF has created their own relationship. And there's an ongoing dialogue between your brand and the cities you serve, in particular in Los Angeles. Is, is that something that you're cognitively, cognitively aware of and you try to nurture and, and foster?
1: Well, I think we do. I mean, this is this is our global headquarters in in Los Angeles, so we have a, a special place in our heart for for Los Angeles. And another thing that we also do, we we have other initiatives that we approach to dealing with with homelessness, and that being a, a huge issue right now in the well, in the country, but specifically in in, in our state in California. So, uh, you know, we we use a lot of iconic images from Hollywood. Like we had one version of a a billboard that was. Uh, Is the Hollywood sign, but instead of the letters Hollywood, it said homeless. So I saw that. I was surprised you got away with that. Did uh, the Hollywood chamber push back on you? No, surprisingly, no. We do have a lot of pushback uh, a lot of times, and we can get into that uh, later too. But using that, and then we have a current campaign that's up right now that is uh, related to uh, homelessness, and it's a parody of the California state flag, you know, with the bear. Um, but the bears living in a tent and it says homeless Republic as opposed to California Republic. So when we do those things, it's very shocking to people, but that's what really stands out. And it's almost always positive. The the, reaction is positive because they see the problem right in front of their face. So, you know, I think getting back to the point, I know it's kind of long winded there, but that's what really ties us into the locale Mm -hmm. is that we use those type of things about the city where we are, and the iconic, uh, the iconic, iconic uh, images and things like that that people see every day.
0: Well, you've certainly created a sense of what I would call street equity, and this in the, uh, the 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 reality being that AHF, whether it's for getting tested or wearing a condom, or it's the homeless initiative or other initiatives you supported, there's a certain style, there's a certain feeling to AHF messaging on the street, and I think the public now. Sees that they can identify an AHF back campaign, and they almost kind of expect it from you. Is is that is that something that's I call it street equity? I mean, wh- what do you think of that? Did have you created equity with with your investment over these years in the out of home space? Is there something there that you bounce off of all the time?
1: I think uh, yeah, we definitely have created equity in that, and we've been able to refine our messaging too. Where where when you look at our billboards, like you said, you know, there's something that when you see it you instantly know that it's one of ours. I have, I have friends of mine that tell me that all the time. They'll say, oh, I was driving by. I knew that was one of yours, you know? So mm-hmm. with that, what, our approach is very simple. It's, it's almost like a template that we've created that we've kind of developed over the years just from just from trying things out and just seeing how they land. So what we tend to do there is that we usually our design template is a headline with four words or less. And an image that ties into that that uh will really grab someone's attention and then below that a website address like free scdcheck.org. So that's
0: that's tight, Jason. That's tight. Four words or less. Yeah. Yeah. One element. I mean one visual, the tag. I notice that you, you know, you don't get too fussy with the type. It's very bold. Mm-hmm. It's very strong, very forward. And you turn these, you know, you're constantly replacing content on the streets. Just share with our listeners, like from idea from aha moment to the file is done. Like, how quick are you? You say you did this quickly. How quick?
1: Oh wow! I mean, it it, it depends. You know, if, if if it's something that um, you know, I think about this all the time. Like, I mean, I'm sure like a lot of <laughs> sure lot of creative, creative directors do. But like, I'll when I see things on the street or whenever I see a new statistic that comes out, I I think about how I can get that onto a billboard as simply as possible. So you know, it can take. I mean, I can come up with something and it it could take me a day or two to design. Sometimes it can take me a few weeks. And uh, one thing that we've really gotten into lately is researching. So we test all of our, our messaging before we put it out there.
0: Oh, you do. How do you do that? uh, We have, well, we have email
1: lists that we use and we, um, we, have, we use survey like uh, survey services so we'll send those out and we, we usually try to hit the demographic that we're we're wanting to reach on that campaign so it's let's say that we're gonna do a campaign that uh, we're targeting uh, young people who are one of the highest groups of, of people that are getting SDIs and lately people between 15 and 24 so yeah, yeah. you know we, we think about that I think about the way that I can approach that person and what, what would catch their eye. So then, uh, you know, we take that and if it's something simple, I I can design it and we can have it up and we get it, we, we test it and we just see what people, you know, say from, from that survey. And, uh, we get a lot of great feedback on those too, you know, positive, negative, but it's always informative and it it does influence the way that we, we, uh, we present our messaging. It's your own
0: sort of internal private focus group in a way, right? Most
1: definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we used to do that when we uh, first started really investing in out in of home and, and this being our one of our main avenues for advertising. We would we, we have marketing meetings where we have a group of people from all over the country that are on this call and we would do internal surveying, which is great, but that doesn't really hit our specific demographic that we're trying to reach. So sure. Um, and
0: maybe a little too myopic, right? A little too internal. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, people are yeah.
1: afraid to, some people voice. Many of their opinions <laughs> right. people don't, don't, don't speak up enough, you know. So, sure. I mean, it's that, been a great resource for us to make sure we're hitting the mark.
0: No, that's smart. And I, I that's, that's good for our listeners to hear that, you know, you can pre test your creative in a very simple way, cost effective way, and get really useful guidance. And the proof is in the pudding with your campaign. I mean, as we've talked about, you know, your commitment to out of home is significant. Uh, you've stuck with your messaging. Clearly, you have a formula. Uh, clearly, you're you're able to be prolific with this. I know you've done hundreds of executions on almost every format imaginable, and mm-hmm. know, AHF has won awards. You and your team have won Obies and Addies and, and other things. Mm-hmm. You know, interestingly, you've developed the street equity, and you've got an ongoing ongoing dialogue with the cities, particularly LA. And this comes to the next question. You know, with the uh, just with the cachet of of AHF as an out of home player. And the uh, the mission you have, you know, is there ever a point where it's too far? Because you do push the envelope. Do you ask yourselves like, how far is too far? What's your approach to that?
1: We do. You know, I personally, I love to push the envelope and just see how far we can go with our ads, and uh, because it's such an important message that that needs to be discussed, which and we get a lot of pushback. I mean, as you know, Rick, you know, that. Sure.
0: We, we fight for you every day. And we Bill advocate day. on your behalf, right?
1: Billup, Billups is, uh, you know, our, our biggest, greatest partner in being able to uh, get our messages, you know, through because people, they don't, they don't want to, they want to, don't want to invite that controversy. Like the sure. billboard companies don't. So, but yeah, to your question, you know, we, we do like to see how far we can go with our ads. And you know, the fact is that, STDS in our our country are consistently on the rise year after year, and numbers are, are just shocking. There's 20 million new STDs or wow. STD case, cases every year in the U.S. And uh, like I said before, half of those are young young people, 15 to 24. So we know that in order to reach our audience, we really have to stand out. And that said, we we do have to keep in mind that HF is a global organization, and we we're involved in many different. Uh, many different places and types of businesses. And, and our overall goal is to save lives. So we don't want to go too far by being overly graphic or explicit and turning people off to our entire organization. So, you know, we do toe that line. And a lot of times we really just go for tongue-in-cheek or implied type of imagery. So, you know, and also, like, like I said, the Billboard companies are pretty good at keeping us on a leash. So,
0: you know, as far uh, as what they'll allow. It's so. always a dance. There's a give and take. And, you know, certainly... Mm-hmm. And I think most people would agree, you know, given AHF's mission, uh, given the crisis, the public health crisis that exists, uh, perhaps it's fair to say in this case, a little extra room is is warranted and, uh, you know, err on the side of maybe a little farther than normal when it comes to, you know, where's that line in the sand. Can you share a little bit there? There was that one campaign that had the grinder and Tinder logo and yeah. compare them to, I think, gonorrhea and chlamydia. And the, the boards went up, there was all the pushback. And I recall that we made a deal with uh, one of the major out of home companies and where AHF said that you would indemnify them for any, any legal action. And it ended up uh, turning into a positive story with those brands. If you could share on that, that'd be terrific.
1: Yeah. Well, so it started with, this was, Kind of early on in uh, Grindr and and Tinder and the, if you want to call them hookup apps, I mean, let's be real, that's right. What a lot of people use them for, but uh, you know, when those things when they were first starting and or starting to get really big, you know, we realized that this is where people are going to to hook up to have casual sex, and uh, but we realized they didn't have any information on their on their apps about where to get tested for STDs or even you know, mentioned that any anything about it being that casual sex can lead to scds and etc so so our approach to it was like all right we're going to show a direct link so we created a uh an ad campaign where it was an image of uh i'll try to explain it the best i can it was an image of two bodies that were uh, silhouettes and they were about to engage and you, you could tell it was kind of getting steamy they're about to have, you know hook up and one of the bodies had the grinder logo, the other body had, I believe it was chlamydia, was written on top of it. So it's pretty much like you hook up chlamydia, gonorrhea go hand in hand. Or sure. right? chlamydia and um, grinder, and then and then we did one with tender, which I believe was gonorrhea. So just putting that connection in people's heads. So they were very upset. I believe grinder the day that we put it up, they uh, sent us a cease and desist, and you know we're we're really upset and. We went back to them and we were like, well, why aren't you promoting people getting tested or, and talking about the dangers of unprotected casual sex? So eventually we, we worked with them because we, didn't, we weren't going to take them down. You know? And then they went to the billboard company and, and everything. And um, eventually you know, we reached a resolution with them where they started promoting testing on their app. So that was a big win for us you know, to be able to show that connection and that this is a problem and for them to give us that pushback, but then come back and say, all right, you win. We're because I think they were they're afraid of being labeled as a hookup app, or that's what people are using it for. You know, people having sex as opposed to they wanted it to come across as just being a, a dating app and just, you know, not related to what really happens when people go on those apps. So
0: what's what's interesting here is that your investment in out of home, your willingness to push push the line. Right, and see how far you can go is what created this conversation, you know, and, and ultimately exactly. yeah. brought them to the table. And what was interesting to me on this was many folks looked at that campaign and characterized it as an attack ad on Grindr and Tinder. And, you know, and when we were talking to the out of home companies, you know, my view was like, look, I, I don't think AHF is saying they have a problem with anonymous, promiscuous sexual behavior. What they're saying is, wear a condom and get tested. And yeah, there's no uh, ethical moral judgment
1: going on here. Right. Or, you know, at least tell people where they can go. Put
0: a service locator where people can know where they can go to get tested. Yeah. Almost similar to now, you know, on beer advertising or other distilled spirits, there's also a, a, you know, drunk driving message or Mm -hmm. drink safely or something that addresses the health risks. So yeah. it makes sense, makes sense. And it's, uh, look, it's really terrific for the out-of-home industry to know how powerful our medium can be. And Most and, definitely, yeah. You know, and I think, mate, look, you know, we, we started this by saying, can a billboard save a life? I think we've clearly answered that with a resounding yes. Over mm-hmm. um, and over we, we, and over, and over so. again. You know, and
1: we have the, the, we actually have the data to prove it. <laughs> you know, when we have people come in and get tested. We we ask them where they found out about us, like we had, we talked about earlier, and and we can track their progress through uh through our system. You know, if they're if it's someone that they come back and they're HIV positive, we can link them into our healthcare centers, into our pharmacy services, and we can keep them them healthy for the rest
0: of their life. Well, we're going to be looking forward to the next messages. Um, you know, I mean, Jason, all of us who've been exposed to the AHF campaigns have enjoyed them and uh, been caught by surprise and disrupted and Sometimes even wondered, oh boy, you know, would have have stood this time. Um, But but always, always understanding that there's a very serious mission here, that there's a very serious public health crisis, and and your goal is is to help uh, mitigate that and alleviate that that suffering. Um, And I I don't think that gets lost on anyone. Just closing out here. Any any closing remarks or any thoughts you want to share?
1: I uh, just uh, want to thank you, Rick. I appreciate you having me And Billups. Uh, you know, we, like, like I said before, we enjoy, really enjoy our relationship working with, with you all and uh, how much you, you know, wor- work to defend us to be able to have our messages up. And, you know, for everyone listening, please go to check us out at ahf.org, freestdcheck.org,
0: and make sure you get tested. Awesome. That's ahf.org, freestdcheck.org. Make yourself get tested We think we've answered the question, can a billboard save a life? The resounding answer is a yes. And everybody out there, keep your heads up, eyes open, in the world. Take care, everyone. Rick Robinson signing off. Thank you.